Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we hear from Brady Oliveira, Canadian Football League's most outstanding Canadian for the 2023 season. Derek Taylor was there at CFL Awards night. He joins us as well on the podcast. Era talked to the media in Hamilton after, or Niagara Falls, actually, after winning the most outstanding Canadian award tonight at CFL Awards. Derek Taylor was there for us to record the audio, send it in, and here it is now. Oliveira on how proud he is as a Canadian to win this award. It's a dream. This I feel like this entire season has been a dream for me, and it's almost like I got to keep blinking and, and see if this is real life and if I have, if I've, if, if I've woken up yet from this dream, um, it's been incredible. You know, I'm, I'm truly blessed and I appreciate, you know, obviously my teammates and my coaches um, being able to get to work with those guys every single day. And it, it makes it a lot more enjoyable and a lot more fun to get to go to work with a group of men like that. And, uh, you know, obviously I, I talk all, all the time about my offensive line and the receivers and I mean it, man. This is our award. You know, if you watch the tape, you know, there's sometimes I'm running, you know, four or five yards before I even get touched. And that's credit to my offensive line, uh, the receivers, and then obviously the coaches that, you know, do a great job of preparing us every single week to be dominant out there. And we've shown that every single week. And on that line of thinking, that offensive line, they were there tonight to cheer them on. Yeah, it was, it was cool. You know, pretty much every one of our offensive linemen were here tonight to uh, support, you know, Jamarcus, obviously, and, and then myself. You know, it, it means a lot, you know. I talk about them every single week because I got so much love for these guys. You know, without them, I'm truly nothing. And and just seeing the work that they put in every single day, it's remarkable, man. Like it's it's the hardest working group I've ever been around, and I think it shows on game days. They're they're so well prepared, and they come out to battle and honor one one another. So um, it was good to see all the guys out here that came and supported Yoshi and I. And uh, but yeah, you know, job's not done. Thank you. And he had one of the most incredible seasons a Canadian running backs ever had. John Cornish had that great season in 2013, but in terms of all purpose yards, Brady Oliveira is right up there more than Andrew Harris had in a season. It's incredible. I'm a very prideful guy. I think, you know, um, lots of you probably can tell that. I know my coaches do and my teammates. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great honor to even be mentioned in those sentences with, you know, greats like that. You know, like I said in my ex- acceptance speech, you know, I grew up watching those two, you know, John Cornish and obviously, you know, being from the same city as Andrew and then being his teammate. I, I mean, I grew up watching Andrew. So the fact that I get mentioned with those two guys is is uh, is incredible. You know, those guys have had amazing careers in this league and uh, you know, Andrew's going to be a Hall of Famer one day. So um, pretty special. Oliver hopes to follow in his footsteps. He, of course, started his career behind Harris in the backfield here in Winnipeg. And they, well, they still talk. Uh, you know, Andrew and I still talk all the time. You know, Andrew uh, talked to me after the West Final. He shot me a text, and uh, he was he was very proud of my performance in the West Final and said, you know, go take over this game in the Grey Cup like I know you can, and uh, I appreciate him, man. We, we talk, uh, we've talked a lot throughout the season. I was able to see Andrew this evening, actually. Um, so, yeah, he's he's he will always be a lifelong friend of mine. Um, and, yeah, I do really do, I, I really do appreciate our friendship. Also wanted to shout out Chad Kelly, who won the MOP award tonight. Yeah, you know, uh, I really want to say congrats to Chad. You know, he uh, he put together a great season. You know, going 16-2 and two is incredible. And the way he was able to lead his team to so many victories and so much success for the organization, I mean, you know, all credit to him. Uh, he, he deserves it. Um, but, you know, obviously, you know, I'm really looking – this this is obviously great and a great honor. I'm, I'm very fortunate to be able to, you know, win the most outstanding Canadian award. But with that being said – 
you know, the job's not done. You know, we got unfinished business and, you know, there's, there's a piece of hardware Sunday that I, I need to get and that my teammates need to get and need to experience. So uh, the job's not done. He also talked about his family, of course. Just uh, the support from them, you know, every single day. You know, my mom being a, a massive part of, you know, raising me and my, my two other siblings. Um, also, my sister was able to be here tonight. And, uh, yeah, you know, my, my mom did a lot for us uh, us kids. And uh, she raised us into some, uh, I would say, some pretty good uh, human beings. I played soccer my entire life. My dad's from Brazil. It was in our blood to only play soccer. That's all we really knew. And, uh um, and yeah, now, now here we are, you know, playing soccer or playing when I started playing soccer, um, and then transitioned to football, I started kicking because of my background of soccer. So, um, switched to running back and, uh, I think I made the right decision from switching from uh, soccer to football. And the rest is history. Brady Oliveira, most outstanding Canadian this year in the Canadian football league awards ceremony. We're going to hear more from Derek Taylor, who was at the awards night Coming up, and uh, his reports are for Harvest Honda and Steinbeck, where it's always worth the trip. HarvestHonda.com and Perfect Landscape, Perfect Landscape Construction. Your family-owned and operated commercial landscaper since 1977. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll tee up the final hour of tonight's show, as well as the weekend of U Sports action, as the path to the Vanier Cup is down to four teams. Canadian Football League Awards handed out tonight. Chad Kelly named the MOP. Uh, and now an award called George, the George Reed Most Outstanding Player Award is, that has been renamed to honor the late CFL legend. Brady Oliveira, though, named Most Outstanding Canadian. Ryan Dinwiddie, Coach of the Year. Matthew Betts, Defensive Player of the Year. Quantez Stiggers, Most Outstanding Rookie. Dejon Allen, Most Outstanding Offensive Lineman. Javon Leak, Most Outstanding Special Teamer. The Argonauts clean up. Though their season is done, and I think they trade these awards in for a shot at the Grey Cup on Sunday as we're joined by Derek Taylor, who is making his way back from CFL Awards. First of all, Derek, what was it like at uh, Fallsview Casino tonight? How was it like to be there? It's it's nice. You literally back out to the to the falls, both the American and Canadian falls. They're, they're lit up in pink and blue tonight, just for reasons beyond my understanding. But it's, it's I mean, Niagara Falls is so nice. It's uh, touristy. It's very touristy once you get here, but when you, when you see the falls, you go, okay, that is that is really cool. It is. It is a sight to see, and I've been a few times, obviously, growing up in Ontario. I've been more probably than people here have been. Went last year because my girlfriend, who is from here, really wanted to see the falls, and then we saw the falls, and it's cool. Um, and tonight we saw the Argos clean up. I have to know, we've talked about your ballots before on the show leading into this week. How did your ballot match what we saw in terms of the winners tonight? Uh, six of the people I voted for uh, won the award uh, that, uh, that I voted for. Uh, the only one, I thought Sean White, as much as we don't like kickers in the Canadian Football League, I thought Sean White's season was too much to overlook over a very good returning season from Javon Leak. So uh, that was the only one. I, I tried to be the, the guy who stands up for, for White this season, but could not get enough traction. Javon Leak a winner. And so, did you get any? Have you had any blowback on voting for Chad Kelly over Brady Oliveira? Why? Why do I feel like you knew the answer to that question before you asked it? I am getting hammered for uh, for having voted for Chad Kelly. It was not in any way a secret that I voted for Chad Kelly as most outstanding player in the Canadian Football League, and I, I'm 100 percent on his, his numbers deserve it. If you if you look at the right numbers, I think Chad Kelly deserve, deserved it. 
Brady Oliveira's season was terrific. Like, no complaints about anybody who voted for Brady Oliveira. But I look at what Chad Kelly did in an offense that I don't think was anywhere, I don't think was near as talented as the Bombers offense. And I go, yeah, that, that was an outstanding season for a quarterback, even though it wasn't 5,700 passing yards. Right. And we also have to remember now, a reminder, this is a regular season award. Chad Kelly just had a terrible performance in the East final. And that's the taste in, I think, everyone's mouth when they see him get that award tonight. But he he won every game he started and finished this year for a 16-2 and squad. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, and I mean, their top receiver, they had two receivers, DeVar Daniels, I, I think just broke 1,000 yards. And number two, DeMonte Coxie was something like 787. This was not shown and Lawler and Dembski that they were playing with. And I, yeah, they, they didn't have a, their running back game is good, but they, they were not supposed to, I did not think they'd be a good team this year. And they won five more games than last year. And you can say they played the East and the East sucks. Absolutely true. But the East sucked last year and they won 11 games this year. They won 16 games. So uh, Kelly 10 and a half yards per pass attempt to me is the number that really, really clinched it for me. You can dig back into CFL history and look at, well, what did guys like Doug Flutie or Anthony Calvillo do? And none of them got near 10 yards in attempt. That is an incredible number. I don't hold it against Chad that his team was so good. They clinched with six games to go and he got to take a break. That's how it goes sometimes. Just like I, you know, I didn't hold it against Nathan Rourke and most outstanding Canadian voting last year that he only played 12 games because that's sometimes how it goes. Some guys are really good. And to, it takes, for me, it takes nothing away from Brady Oliveira, but Chad Kelly's season, as much as, you may or may not want to see what I see or see it how I see it. Chad Kelly's season to me was outstanding. And, and even though it wasn't, like I say, the big counting stats weren't there, I don't care as much about the big counting stats as some other ones. 39-22 was the result of the vote, and that was tied for the closest with the offensive lineman vote where Jamarcus Hardrick lost to Dijon Allen. So really, no, no nail biters here tonight. No, not at all. And some were, some were total walks. Like Brady Oliveira getting most outstanding Canadian. I think the voting probably does a disservice to how good a football player Mark Antoine DeCroix was. But there's also a matter of when do you have your great season? If you're DeCroix, you had a fantastic season, but you did it in the Brady Oliveira 2000 year, right? So uh, we apologize for this, but we go through it with the Oscars every couple of years. Oh, man, that should have won. Yeah, but uh, it was going up against Parasite. So what was going to what, what did you think was going to happen? Or it was going up against Moonlight. What was going to happen? Right? It just that's the way it goes. Unfortunately, for some guys in some some years. And then uh, Hardrick, that, we mentioned that vote, and Ryan Dinwiddie getting almost every vote as well. Fifty eight of sixty one for Coach of the Year. These are these we talked about this. We saw this coming. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, Michael Shea leading the Bombers to fourteen wins is nothing to sneeze at. But as as you kind of evaluate what coach did the best job this season. You have a coach who tied his team, tied the all-time record for wins and improved five wins over last year. Or you have Mike O'Shea, whose team won 14 wins under pretty, the tougher West schedule, 100% will grant you, but you go, they didn't really have to deal with a lot of injuries. So his job might have been a little easier than, say, Craig Dickinson in Saskatchewan, though there's a whole bunch of other things that go into that. Or So it, I, I think that's a, that's a fair vote. And again, not... There's no shame in being the second-place guy. It's not Votes are not, I think this guy is terrible and this guy is good. Everybody's great if you're one of the last two standing for those awards.
All right, so last night you mentioned that you weren't thrilled about having to take an hour drive down the QEW to go to the awards. Now that you're doing that, how does it feel? Um, I'm not thrilled about the hour back because I'd love to go back and do some work. I got some reports to file <laughs> for the morning and some stuff to write and, and some shows to prep, but uh, it's, uh, it is what it is. It's Grey Cup week, so you, you deal without the sleep, right? It's, it's like a bachelor party. You go without some sleep because you, you know the memories are going to last forever. I also went to a bachelor party in Niagara Falls a few years ago. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> so many connections. Damn. Yeah, it's great. So look, now we, we get to talk about the game because this is done. We carry Underwood's playing tomorrow night. But the what you saw at, at practice today, what what jumped out at you? Um, yeah, I think it's for me, it's that the four guys that we kind of have questions about, to me, they all look like they're going to play. Speaking of, Nick Dembski, Rasheed Bailey, Kyrie Wilson, and Jackson Jeffcoat. Those were four of the six guys that were on the injury report yesterday uh, during the closed practice. We got a chance to see them today. And while Dembski and Bailey and uh, Kyrie Wilson didn't have their helmets on during practice, they were all in their spots and they were all going through the motions of, all right, here's the staff. Okay, I'm running my route. Here we go. And, and to me, th- that looks like, okay, those four guys are going to be good to go. Dalton Schoen and, and Adam Big Hill, I just, with what we've seen, I just can't believe that, that they're going to be ready to go. I, I could be surprised on Adam Big Hill. Who knows what, uh, I, I put nothing past that guy, but just from what we've seen, I just, I don't know how those two guys will be ready for Sunday. And so I, I, it sounds like I, the team obviously has confidence in the fill-ins. We saw it with yeah. the receivers last week and, and, Kenny Lawler having a massive game, but Shane Gauthier, we heard from him earlier in the show, his conversation with you. He's just a guy that's been around this team for so long and, and generally a special teamer, but they believe he can come right in and, and he's not Adam Big Hill, but he can do a good enough job. Well, and, and that's one of the things, right? When you watch the Bombers go, okay, they're four defensive linemen, two linebackers. Now they're three and three. Okay, here's a different linebacker in there. Okay, they're rotating a bunch of guys in. Every guy you know, who's, who's a depth spot on linebacker has seen some snaps on defense this year. And one of the perks is they feel more connected to the team. But uh, another perk is if somebody goes down and somebody has to fill in, then, uh, then that guy knows what he's doing, right? We've seen Shane Goche take a lot of defensive snaps this season, even with his injury. So you're less concerned than pulling some guy cold off the bench, figuratively speaking, to, to throw in there. Uh, I mean, oh, by the way, when it comes to the playoffs, Shane Goche made one of the great bomber plays in the last five years. It was special teams, but still, that, that guy is not particularly phased, it seems, by, by big moments. So I, I think if it is ultimately Goche and not Big Hill, I, I don't I, – you won't say they won't miss a beat, but I don't think they're concerned that Goche would be the man in the middle. And looking at the Alouette's injury report, uh, Sean Lemon limited today with an illness, but I noticed that Kayon Julian Grant's is a full participant the last couple days. How does yeah. that how does that change things for Montreal? Well, instead of one receiving weapon in my mind, that I guess one two receiving weapons, that would give them a third and, and a second deep weapon. Keon Julian Grant had some huge plays this year, kind of more than I would have expected him to have. So if he is back and he's had a couple of stints out missing with injury, if he is in fact back, uh, that would be very nice. It would give you know, Cody Pajardo, someone else to look for as Willie Jefferson sacks him to the ground, but it, it would certainly help. 
All right, Derek, we'll uh, let you go on that note. Appreciate that. We'll look, look forward to your reports at 25 after the hour and uh, having a show with you on Saturday. Looking forward to it. It's going to be good. Two to four on Saturday. Derek Taylor, voice of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, joining us from a bus. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell until we meet again. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We try to warn you over the deal. You may not share our intellect, which might explain your this.